single versus married. Are you happy? Yes, I'm happy. It's different strokes for different folks. The difference is who wipes your ass when you're old. This is my best friend, Argene O'Brien. And this is my best friend, Tina Louise Ecker. And I am single. And I am married. And, and this, this is single, single versus married. married. The podcast. The throwdown. <laughs> I think what I really want to know is, how is the world of dating going? <laughs> well, <laughs> I know I sound very sultry right now. Which Did is... you smoke 35 cigarettes before you got here? <laughs> or just got really sexy. You could go with the sexy aspect. <laughs> um, I've been on dates now. Like, with That's like, exciting. Like a You're lot back of, out there. Like a lot of one dates, although. That's okay. Uh, this <laughs> one guy, Tarjean. He's so handsome. Okay. He's like handsome, handsome, like Ryan Reynolds, handsome. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> handsome. But he was too, too perfect in a way. Like I had nothing in common with him. Like he grew up in like Zimbabwe. What? Like his parents were missionaries. They like made water go to countries. <laughs> like his parents like like um, adopted some Chinese dignitary's kid because she was born out of wedlock. Wait, like, did you know this before? Like this was an online date, right? You met this person online. Online, yeah. An app. I don't know. I'm 100 years old when I'm married. I don't know why. Like, my point is, is like you didn't meet him in person. No, but we talked on the phone. We okay. texted, and then we got met. it. And every, but I saw his Instagram feed, so everything was like true. And like he just like he was going like ultimate uh, snowboarding in Japan the next week. Oh my like God. weird things. So I'm like, this is amazing. I'm like, I run marathons. Like I had nothing to like bring to the table. Yeah. But, but also, also, you know, I wanted to make out. Also, you had. <laughs> So I was like, let's just get through the end. So, <laughs> let's okay, get whatever. fair enough. Right. So, you know, it was a great day. We like we talked, like just nothing in common. I remember thinking, mm. like, just not enough. Like, it's just he's too like out there. Like he asked me what I like to cook. And I said, like, I really like to make a um udon soup. And I'm like thinking that's <laughs> sure. fancy. He's like, Oh, I'm so into that sous vide. What is it called? Sous vide. Yeah. That's right. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Whoa. Like, you're, you're batting a hundred right now. <laughs> and thank you for listening. Uh, um and I remember when he told me I was like turned off. I was really? Like, I was like, no, you're too fancy. All it is is you put meat in a bag and like boil it. I know, but why? <laughs> like, <laughs> <just> don't. <laughs> like grill, be a man. Uh, art. Uh, so anyways, we make out. It was great. He then even does that nice thing, like text me when you're home safe. You're like, I love that. And then, yeah. and then I make fun about uh, how I eat breakfast like a toddler. Yeah, So he's like, true. send me a picture of your breakfast. And I did. It was I like, think we need to post a picture of your breakfast. Oh, it's so cute. <laughs> so it's like eight grapes. <laughs> like Eight? Ooh, you've, you've increased. Your grape intake. Yeah, I lost a little weight. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it was like a two ounce scoop of tuna salad, and I think I had like a piece of cheese. Like that, and I took a picture, and he's like, adorable. Didn't hear from. Oh, weird. Anyway, like, <laughs> After you sent him that breakfast, you didn't hear from him again? What a strange, strange reason. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I go. And like a day passes and I'm like, you know, I expected something. Sure. So I go to look at his like uh, profile again, mm -hmm. just to like kind of relook how cute he is again. Right. Making a little, sure, like a light stocking. Yeah. Yeah. The light stock. Yeah. Stock light. <laughs> so I go to look and his bio had changed. And I had to like, first, before I even tell you, because I had to reread like our chat to make sure I didn't make this up. Okay. So he wrote something in the bio that. Uh, prompted me to, because uh, this was on Bumble, so like I had to start the conversation. Okay. So I said something about Patagonia. He was talking about going to Patagonia for some trip, and I go, I used to work for their clothing brand. <laughs> like, we already have that in common. I'm like, we're off to a great start. <laughs> so much in common. <laughs> so, and I look, but that that section 
of his bio was not there anymore. And it was replaced with in a relationship looking for a third to join. What? Yeah, he changed it after our date. Like how long after your date? The next day. What? The day, because on the way to the date, I was like reading the like reading his bio again, kind of memorizing facts, like reading our chat, like making make sure I know what I, I talked to him about already. And then the next day when I checked his profile, he had changed it. So do you think he was look he was like gonna propose you to be a third? But he didn't ask. <laughs> What's weird is that? <laughs> Are you more offended now that he didn't ask? <laughs> we made out. He was like, like, you know what? She's not quite up to the task or, of being our third. Or did he really want to go on a date with me? But then like, got to, like thought maybe this is something in the back of his mind he was going to offer. But like started to catch feelings for me. He's like, oh, I better be a little more out, like forthcoming on my bio. <laughs> you weren't good enough for a throuple. I'm so not sorry. Yet. <laughs> You're working your way up. Goals. I'm telling you, your skin looks great today. Your voice is getting to that throuple level. So I think you might be on something. So dating's going great. <laughs> well, I think the last story you told was a guy who was married, and now you did not get invited to a throuple. But so it sounds like everything in the dating world is, is mm, fine. Love it. <laughs> well, here's what I know about the two of us is in our lives and in our relationships, we have both been... The breadwinners. Oh, and that's today's topic. We're talking about who is making the most purse in a relationship. I mean, yeah. Like, what What does being a breadwinner mean? You know, it's funny. Tarjean, you and I were always poor growing up. Like, you know, we just, we mean, you're actors. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, you're always just struggling. Like, I bartend. I had, like, a good night. Like, yeah. it was nothing. You know, but everyone, you usually were the same people you were kind of dated were in the same industry. Exactly. You know, so it wasn't until, like, we started almost growing up. <laughs> like, you know, Wait, like have we done that? <laughs> you graduated college. Thank you. That's um, <laughs> so, like, but then we got, like, real jobs, and all of a sudden we see our success. And then yeah. maybe our partners don't follow us at the same journey. Okay. You know, and with me, I think I just, like, my ex, much more education than I have. Oh, yeah, a lot more. A lot yeah. more. And even though, I know, I hate I hate downgrading myself, and I know I do it, but just being a model and an actor, I was making more than he was with his wealth of information, uh, knowledge and education. Right. And that was... There's a key difference, though. And, and you had a job. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> he could have. You can have... He could have, but, but he didn't. But he had all this education. I think that was even worse because he didn't... He looked down on my career that I was making so much money and still make so much money. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... And it, it was it wasn't like it was valued because of what I did. Right. You know? Which I don't think is fair. Like, I go through the... I mean, I had to go through the trenches and you have to go through all the auditions and of all course. those things, you know, but it wasn't as valued because I didn't go to like grad school and it was hard. And I think especially for a male to have a, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm a model and an actress making more than somebody. It's an interesting dynamic. I'll tell you that because, uh, there, most of our relationship, I have been the breadwinner for the most part up until, uh, like, Pretty recently, we've sort of like swapped, you, you know, whatever. But I don't, my husband comes from a very like traditional, you take care of your family kind of masculine background, which again is not, it's just, it's not a comment on if that's good or bad. It's just where he came from. And 
I don't know that he would agree with us on our conversation today. And I've thought about that a lot. Like, would Art say, like, I was the breadwinner and he wasn't? And I don't know that he would be comfortable with it. He doesn't listen to the podcast. It doesn't matter. <laughs> That's 100% true. But it's an interesting... Oh, if he would look at you as you were the breadwinner. Because it's an equal thing. When you started getting into the the you know the, your career path, yeah, not, that's not your end all career path, right? But like what the main way you the make thing money. that bought us a house and has gave us health insurance, yes, yes, that career. You then kind of brought him along exactly. onto that journey too, right? So like I got him into this essentially like through see, people baby, that I'm I so worked. You're so babying and being so nice. Look, I work for really great people who've supported me the whole time I've been in production and all that, and they knew that art was sort of looking for a different career. He was looking to have something stable. He'd mostly been a handyman, worked in construction, different sorts of things. Again, he has a college degree. You know, we used it. And so we got him into the same union I am in, and he's now in a career that he loves, that he enjoys going to. And I think for me, money or not, that is the most important thing to me, which but, he's happy now. Oh, and also driven. Like, and like, driven. Because, wow, you know, when someone's just faltering, yeah. it's so frustrating too, you yeah. know? And it's hard because, you know, not that I was making tons and tons of money, but I have a savings account. You know, mm. it's like I created these things that sort of give you the the basis. And I think not that it made him feel any lesser, but I do feel like he probably put it on himself that like he's not holding up his end, which to me, I would have never said that. I never have said that. And that has nothing to do with my love for or against him. But I think it's a thing in relationships. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's the same thing with dating. Like I went on a date Thursday he picked the place. Okay. I stalked it online. Because you know, sure. I want to know where I'm going. Yeah, of course. And it just opens. Like, really swanky. It's really expensive. Uh-huh. And I was like, this is a first date. Like, and I, and then he works in fashion as well. Okay. So I I know what he does in fashion. So I can already gauge of how much he makes already. Right. Each drink was like 20 to $25. Right. So I'm thinking like, I'm going to have two drinks. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going all the way downtown LA. You know? like, I'm going to get make my, it worth I'm going to get my Uber money yeah. worth. Yeah. Um, and he also said like, he'd send me home in an Uber as well. Like he was like, if you're going to pay for the Uber to go downtown, because he works, he lives downtown. Yeah. He goes, oh, I'll pay for your Uber home. And I was like, oh, that's really sweet. Then I was thinking like, I'm not going to let him pay for this whole bill because it's expensive. Did you? I offered to pay for half. He's like, absolutely not. This is my whole right. point. When we just went after in a date, when we started discussing what we both really do for a living and stuff, we I realized where our monies were. And I was mm-hmm. like, there's no way he should be paying this much on a first date. But he's but doing. But that's not your choice to make if he yeah. wanted to take you out. So he did. And then yeah, he's good. like, well, I want to send your, you know, your Uber home. I'm like, no, I'll do the Uber home. But also, I had to think another single point of view. I, you don't want him to know where you I live. I know, because they don't have my address in his, in his Uber yeah. or his Lyft. Yeah. But it was, the whole thing was when we started talking about, and then you realized what I was a fit model and how much I, I mean, I make like lawyer wages per hour is what, how I make my money. So he then all of a sudden is like, oh, then you only have to work like what, three hours a day, like total, like five times wow. a week and you make like six figures. I'm like, kind of. And he didn't like it. I was, that was one of my questions I wanted to talk to you about is like, do you think it intimidates men that you're dating that you don't need them financially? Yes. Really? And I don't have debt. That's, yes. I mean, I know I don't have kids and, you know, right. I mean, I have a plant and a cat. You have a cat. <laughs> that is your child. That is my children too. Um, but I, I, the fact that I don't have debt, I think is very intimidating. Because I feel like if a man always wants to be a caregiver and sure. I don't, if I'm not broken yeah. in any financially or emotionally, just teethily. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lifetime commitment to I could have went dentally, but I didn't. <laughs> but if I don't need anything. Right. Like, I feel like they're, it's like, well, 
what I guess just sex and personality. I mean, a yes. partnership. Yeah, yeah, that's what I want. I want I, sex and a personality. It's interesting. I don't feel. I feel like, especially this is because our guest is a woman as well, who's a breadwinner. Which I think this topic for women is is still touchy. Right. Like, does it it's not like a sign of are we better? Are we you know, do we think we're better? It's just like, no, this is this is what equity is. Right. Mm -hmm. We're all like coming into the point where now I want to be in a relationship, not about somebody to come take care of me, but somebody to be my partner and to share with me, like how we build a life together. But that's the time. That's how times have changed now. Like rules have changed. Times have changed Changed. in these days. (laughs) You can vote. I don't have to drive a wagon anymore. You can't drive a wagon. It's true. I can't. (laughs) But like, I would think it'd be more socially acceptable of the wife, if if being married, if the wife made more money than being dating somebody. You do? Yeah. Why do you think that? Because he's just right on your coattails, like taxes and everything like that. that. (laughs) But honestly, because it's like kind of pooled money. So like, even though you make more, I think it's a little more acceptable because it's like you guys are in the same car driving in the same destination. Sure. Being a single person, it's, it's intimidating, I think, to guys. And it also what I do for a living is intimidating to guys. You mean giving me jeans? <laughs> yes. Like getting measured every two weeks. <laughs> yes. I booked a, a big uh, fit account with Forever 21 and with my boyfriend at the time wanted to go celebrate. So he's like, let's go to this you know, really nice uh, steak restaurant. And I would go and I know I'm going to work this many hours a week and I can already do that times four, times 12. Like yeah. I'm doing like how much am I going to make more a year just with this one account. So excited. And I was so over the moon. It was such a big account. And he's ordering like top shelf martinis, appetizers, you know, like it was just and like all the extra stuff and the tables all fell and the bill comes and he's like, well, you know, you can write this off because with your next paycheck. <gasps> I was like, I love it that he proposed this as like, let me take you out to celebrate also, my gonna, success. And then he goes, here's the bill. Yeah. Oh my. And it was because then it was in my head. I'm like, well, I know I'm gonna, get, you know, I'm gonna get paid. You know, like, but yeah. But it was weird. I'm paying. I it's an interesting conversation to have because the fact that we have to have it and that we have to be like, is it okay? Like to me, I know I'm having a little bit of a like reaction, right? Like, is it okay to say it? Is it okay to say that for? A lot of our relationship, I was making the more breadwinner. I mean, it's on paper. It's on tax forms. Like it's on tax forms. Yeah. <laughs> like you do. It's, a, it's on bank statements. And it's, it's it doesn't mean anything it that doesn't. the guy is. You know, just you're better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, let's take away the message that I am absolutely better. <laughs> I am so excited because a very good friend of mine is on the show today, Christy Bishop. Hey, hello. Christy Thanks. is a fellow Trojan. Dun, 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 dun. Is, are people getting annoyed that we're mostly having USC people on this <laughs> <laughs> Are they still proud to be a Trojan? I, know. I think questionable like, at best right now. The point is, I think USC should be promoting us because we're the only positive thing really <laughs> yeah, coming yeah. out right now. Right on. Look, we can all make it. We can all survive. That's you, right. Breadwinners. Hello. Hello. You yes. could be a successful woman. Yes. <laughs> Not a man. You know, and uh, I was on the crew team. I've said this before. Oh, you don't. I was a walk-on. For real? For real. Like, was it fake on your resume? Your parents it, paid no, away? We, no, we covered this. No, no, we covered this. But, like, getting on the crew team at USC is you just walk into the room the day they have the orientation and you're on, on. the team. You're like, welcome. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, well, what I've always admired Christy so much because she's always been a badass Breadwinner. Thank you. Aww. How long have you guys known each other? 
13-ish? How long have you and Brian been married? So 13. There you go. Been married almost 11, but together 13. Wow. You're married. Oh, sorry. We meant to ask. What's your relationship status? Status is married. Um, I don't swipe on anything anywhere. (laughs) I don't know. I swipe my daughter's ass. That's about it. I was going to say. (laughs) Baby's ass. That's great. Yeah, no, I don't understand this world. Hold your little one. She's almost three and a half. She on the app? So cute. (laughs) (laughs) I just made her a profile. Single and looking. It's complicated. Play dates. You know. Totally. Yes. Yes. They should have a play date. Oh, my God. (gasps) Copyright 2020. It's mine. (laughs) You need to have an episode, but it's hard because you don't have kids, about dating other parents and what that's like. Because meeting other parents and trying to make friends, like parent friends, is literally like dating. Do you think... Do you want to invite them to the park? It was a really good time. Did you have a good time? I did. Do you, would you like to do it again? Maybe. And then you drive away and you're like, do you think they liked us? Like, they were funny. Like, I think they thought we were funny. Oh, like, I that never was, thought about that. It's, oh, no. Brian and I have had it's full-on conversations about dating. It's wild. That's crazy. Because yeah. you think about it, it's like you're having to, like, just like when you were first in school, yeah. like you're having to figure out how to make friends. A hundred percent. It's like yes. you're courting. You're courting. That's so yes. intimidating. It's so intimidating, yes. You're like, oh my God, they're really nice, but they didn't text me back. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have to see them at school. And you're like, uh, like it was us? Was hey. it Tessa? Who, like, who yeah. was it? Totally. And I'm like, yeah, it was Brian. It was Brian. Oh, you're so sweet. I'm like, blame the kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, uh, well, she's really not holding up her end of the cute no, wagon. No, done. <laughs> Awesome. She took a crap in the park. It was over. Um, so will you tell, what do you do? What is your badass job? So my parents don't even know what I do. It's complicated. Fair enough. Yeah. So I'm in marketing and my whole career has been in advertising and marketing, but I have done historically called something called strategic planning. So it's a, it's very exciting. Um, from marketing perspective, when you look at like advertising campaigns, the things you see on TV, online, billboards, all the things, you're looking at an audience, the messaging, like whatever connects with people and makes you laugh or makes you cry or just makes you buy something. Can you give me an example? Yes. So um, I did a big campaign for Jaguar Land Rover a few years ago, like Ooh. a Super Bowl campaign. Ooh. And it was launching a new vehicle called the F-Type, which is a Jaguar <laughs> F-Type. It's very, very it sounds sexy. sounds so naughty. It was. <laughs> oh, oh that's so funny. I'm like, it yeah. sounds so naughty. You and drove we, one for a while, right? I drove one for a while, yeah. That was a beautiful car. It's amazing. Yeah, gorgeous. So we worked with celebrities, put together a whole advertising campaign, launching the car, talking all about how Jaguar is very much like James Bond and like British villains and cool stuff. Oh. Yeah, so doing that for, I've done it for Lexus, done it for Apple, like worked on the Mac versus PC campaign. Is it a lot of women in that field? Depending on the level. Oh. So yeah, hmm. advertising a very like female dominated industry Good as you're kind of the, well, <laughs> wait for it, <laughs> from the beginning, the entry and then up to mid-level and then as you get higher, it's just mad men. 100%. So it's getting yeah. better. It's getting better. The company I work for now um, is called Edelman, and they've got a 50-50 split at the very top. That's oh. great. It's the first company I've ever worked at that actually has that. Isn't it so weird that we have to acknowledge things like that? Yeah, it's wild. Did they, like, consciously try to do that? Or yes. That, oh, well, that's see. Yes, absolutely. But I've worked for companies where... I, I mean, in automotive particularly, because yeah. a lot of my crew has been in cars. Yeah. So there are not a lot of women in cars at all, at all. And I've worked for global companies. So I fly around the world as the only woman in these conference rooms with like British men, German men, Japanese yeah. men, but all you know the things. interesting it's about wild. that? Like you think because they only want, you know, more men driven. But if you think about relationships, married relationships, when they're going to buy a new car, the wife has a huge say in what, not yeah. not even talking about breadwinner or who makes no, the most money. Absolutely. The wife has yes. the say of how we spend our money. The purchase influence. Yes. Absolutely. So why yeah. wouldn't you have more women at the top? Because yeah. it only like 90%. makes sense. Well, we'll talk about government a different mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. But it's like a <laughs> bunch, of, bunch of rich white men who try to want to have the control. Are they single? <laughs> 
<laughs> Hashtag my friend here is No, but their lucky. wives definitely don't work. <laughs> definitely don't. I don't know what they do. A lot of yoga pants. A lot of yoga pants. So what you're saying is your job involves a lot of graph paper. <laughs> Back a in the day. Yes. So my like so strategic planning has been my career, but then it's actually changed my last role. I went from running strategic planning in mm-hmm. the US for a company to being the general manager of our office. And wow. then so it was a dual role. And then I came to this company where I'm an executive vice president for a brand team. So I run a team of about fifty people. Um, which is awesome, men and women. Hmm. Wonderful, That's love so it. Awesome, yeah, it's That's great. Amazing. So You're it's such a badass to be Thanks. in charge of people. But it's really fun to like. You just understand what makes everybody tick. Like I know something about every single person on my yeah. team, whether they're an intern or a senior vice president. Wow. Like personally, professionally, all of it. You've always been such a confident person. So to me, like it's not Thank a you. surprise at all that like you have these big responsibilities and these big jobs because like I count on you. I would totally count on you to like Thanks. take care of it. No. Look how nice I am. I know. Do we really You said I sounded like I'd smoke 15,000 cigarettes. I call it sultry. Tina, sultry. I'm, I take all back all my words. Remember, nice female lead, Tara. Nice Thank female you. lead. That, that's what I was trying nice. to say. I never got us anywhere. That's also no. true. Okay, so what is who is your husband? What does he do? So my husband is Adam Kroll. No. <laughs> <laughs> my husband is... Uh, Brian Bishop, mm-hmm. also known as Bald Brian on the Adam Carolla Show. Mm-hmm. So That's he's right. in podcasting. Before podcasting, he was on the Adam Carolla Show on 97.1, the radio mm-hmm. show in the morning, getting up at ungodly hours. So he's in entertainment. And he he earns a 1099 and comes up and down, up and down. But yeah. he also has his own podcast called The Film Vault, yes. which he has built from scratch with his co-host named Anderson. And they've gotten their own sponsors. They've just It's this oh. whole separate little empire that I'm so proud of him for what he's done. Yeah. So also, yeah, it's free cool. shout out, Bish. You're welcome. <laughs> That's right. Maybe his career will go somewhere now. Yeah, I know, right? Catch up. <laughs> But that's how I know you because I went yes. to college with Brian. Yes. Uh, when he had hair, so that's a fun fact. Fun yes, exactly. fun fact, sad yes. fact, not bald Brian. Yes, fun fact, sad, sad fact. fact. Um, yes. But it's you know what we were talking about earlier on top of the show is about it's not always what the money they make, but how driven they are. Oh my god! So especially yeah. in entertainment, like how you say there could be peaks and valleys yeah. and stuff. But at least he's like you know, really pushing forward and going through it. He's, I mean, he's the most loyal employee you've ever met, Mm. honestly. Like, he's so creative. He's so so smart. It's, I shouldn't even say it if he listens to this because his head is like, (laughs) can I swear? Am I allowed to swear? Absolutely. Like, he's so fucking smart. Uh It's wild. It's just, he knows everything about everything. He's a little too smart for me. He's a little too smart sometimes. And like, can you just bring it down? Like, bring it down. (laughs) I know there's like a word of the day you're practicing, but like, and you're trying to teach me what they are but bring it down my friend when you first started dating and even when you first got married where were you financially like around each other so we met when we were 27 Mm -hmm. he for context i was at an agency called team one um i was a senior strategic planner probably making around 75k a year he was which is comfortable yeah it wasn't bad Yeah, yeah it's not bad um and he was on the radio show, which had like just started, I think like a year prior, mm-hmm. probably making like thirty four thousand dollars a year. Right, so there was like that. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, so it's yeah. like two the to scales one. Scales are a little tipped. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, terrestrial radio, there's zero money. Yeah, there's yeah zero anything. And he was he was a sound effects guy. Like he had been working with Adam on Love Line and mm-hmm. through on like his mm-hmm. TV shows all the years. But you don't you don't make any money in no, radio, no. nothing. But it's funny because so, but, 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 but it's also it's like it's like you get like you're known, you're inf- like people yeah. know of you. Yeah, yeah, And they think you make so much money. But oh yeah, and like. We actually had to have conversations. It was weird. I'd be driving to work and I would hear him talk 
about like our new dating life and we'd have to have a conversation I'm like oh so can we like not talk about these things like <laughs> it just was crazy and then I would find out people at my work would listen to the show oh yeah oh. and then it's weird here like they learn about me from the radio and then we're in like meetings it still happens like I'm, I, well, I'm sure there course. are people who come out of the woodwork like at my current company because I've been there for just under a year and I think they're now comfortable enough to be like oh my god I really love your husband can he sign my book <laughs> can he sign his book for me I'm like oh my god this is so weird that must have been an interesting transition when you guys first started dating to have that like because you're not like you've never been in entertainment in terms of like no. you're not a performer or anything so to have like that like world of like oh wait oh wait strangers will know about me oh, yeah because we're public. experiencing that now yeah. we're experiencing yeah. that now a little where, bit where people will say things like i'll have people say to me like people who i hang out with like in beach volleyball yeah. or something be like it's so weird because i know so much about you yeah i share so much openly yes. or those like those charging like or like at your wedding and she'd be like how do you know about my wedding yeah for yeah. a second yeah. i was it really did freak me out somebody's like oh you know the ladies at your wedding i'm like you, I, didn't you even, I didn't about? even know you. Yeah. Oh, oh, right. oh, we talked, we talked about, about it. Yeah. I'm so yeah. sorry. So. Yeah, it's, our life is very, very, very public. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Because he wrote a book, but also our his cancer journey, I say our cancer journey, has been very, very, very public, mm-hmm. like on the Corolla show, and then Tessa's journey, yeah. everything. Yeah. Our, like, fertility journey, like, everything is public. If mm-hmm. you Google us, like, it's all there. It's wild. Yeah, and it's still, it's still strange to me, I guess. I don't know. I was going to say, how do you feel about that now? I don't think about it. I think it's, it's just, so normal to you now. You're yeah. like, eh, I guess it's just part of it. Yeah. It is. I just think we're just doing our own thing. And the more that we can pay it forward to people and like help them or just give them like yeah. information or an edge up, yeah. it's like that's what we're meant to do. So I know, that, I mean, we found out about his cancer. We were like 28, 29. We were 29. Essentially, how it was like right before your wedding. It was, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was three months before our wedding. So yeah. he was given a diagnosis. Yes. An inoperable brain tumor. It's called a low-grade glioma. And he was given six months to live. Which was, I mean... I remember this all very, very clearly. Oh, yeah. It was all so terrifying. We were just in our late 20s. Yeah. And yeah. it's like we were quite an experience. Just con- completely insane. What a yeah. rude thing. Six months. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a rude, like, diagnosis. It was pretty rude. It, no, Not very respectful. You know, not no, particularly nice. I no, know this, but like six months, it's like, okay, well, if I would have came last month, would I have had seven months to live? Well, the best part about it is like the, the doctor who, in his book, he refers to him as Dr. Doom. This guy's such a motherfucking asshole. I can't mm-hmm. even, it, it's like, it's like a movie. We didn't have any idea it was cancer because we'd had like two prior not great doctors mm. and who like wouldn't tell us what it was because I think they were so freaked out to like freak us out. Yeah. So there was one old doctor who was like, it's um, something called a glioma. Like, you know, you you kids like just don't go home and Google it. Just don't do that. And and um, <sighs> have a good Whoa. weekend. I'm going to be pruning my roses. Like that was one. So then he sent us to a different one. Um, a specialist where we basically like, of course, I went home and Googled it and it was like, patients yeah, typically live an average of 12 months. And I was like, <gasps> what the actual fuck dying, yeah. um, literally yeah. and figuratively. And so the referral was across, it was on Wilshire Boulevard across from Cabo Cantina. Oh. And like Q's where that was. Yep. And it's just like, <laughs> Her former employer. There, oh, there you go. I used to cocktail well, waitress and bartender. I'll tell you, I spent a lot of time that day staring out to Cabo Cantina, literally watching oh people God. have drinks, like in the lobby where it said like cancer center. And that was the first time we realized we were dealing with cancer. I was looking at the door. Oh, and then the doctor handed real. him, like went knee to knee, like on his little stool to our chairs and handed across a pamphlet that said the patient's guide to brain cancer. And that's how we found out he had a brain tumor. He goes, I've done, I've done the, li- I've had, taken the liberty of highlighting a few sections that you should read. Oh my God. 
This is like, you know, like in the movie Beetlejuice, when they hand you like the, the book of yeah. like death. Yeah, yeah. You know? basically like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then he didn't call for a week. And so Brian was like, what so the- we we switched hospitals, went uh, to Cedars. Caregivers, I have a whole thing about caregivers. Oh, girl. I mean, it's, 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 you, uh, it's you just think because they're a doctor that they're going to. professional. Yeah, they're a professional oh, yeah. that they have your best interest. It, the this guy fa- had no idea. No idea. No idea. That like, is no. so irresponsible. We switched, yeah. And then How like, hurtful. Yeah, and we called a week later, and, and Brian, who's never mean. Like, I would have went off. You can attest to this. He's, he's never mean. He's aloof, but he's never mean. He was like, I'm sorry. If you had six months to live, now we're looking at five months and three weeks. Yeah, um, you couldn't have the, you know, the tenacity to call me about Decency. a treatment plan just to, let's get this started. Yeah. You know, no. Oh, I, I, I can't even like, believe they was no, that thanks. calm. I can't even believe he was that calm. I would have been so irately He's angry. a very, he, he. Like a sense of urgency. Very, no, exactly. He's very calm about yeah. everything, which is just, I was the exact opposite i was like plan plan how do we get this yeah, going come on come on come on yeah so so during all this okay so that's like some of your backstories so yes. getting into this okay so then he's sick so he can't work for a while but he still did but he still did carola kept him on the show the whole time so amazing i mean it was ridiculous he and Teresa strasser who was like nine and a half months pregnant she was like basically just waddling at that point in time and he was on a walker <laughs> yeah. and we were both out of work like we both didn't let go because it was during the recession so we were both unemployed on cobra and i would drive him and Teresa to the show and open up the door with for like two invalids like he's on a walker can barely oh. get through the door his he's in a walker all... because oh because of radiation and chemotherapy okay. he literally what... almost died yeah. i was his caregiver for a year and a half like like all the things so you're i mean you're doing this with no you're just draining your savings draining our draining our savings but it's really amazing what happened before this because this was in gosh okay this was in may or april i got he got let go in january i got let go in april may is when he got diagnosed but if you like scratch rewind back to the previous september he was on who wants to be a millionaire and he he won a hundred thousand dollars Mm. So <laughs> that's why you want to get married. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> we were already engaged. Like $50,000 salary. was like, what did I tell you? I was trading on potential. That's right. <laughs> trading on potential. And so was he at the same time. We were, we were oh, bullish on each oh, other. Wow. But uh, yeah, so he did that. And then we, we were on Cobra. We, we thought we were going to just do happy hours with our friends because we knew everybody who was unemployed. Yeah. Like nobody was working. We're like, this is amazing. <laughs> and it lasted four days after my termination, oh my, my layoff until he told me he was sick. It was great. Ugh, yes, but our, our our income was it was interesting going back to work a year and a half later yeah. because I was like, am I going to have to take a loss? Can I still hop up? And I also needed like an employer with incredible health benefits. Yeah. Like that was the number one thing because his health benefits were run like Cobra would run out. He was on a state sponsored program for high risk patients, which gave him an an allotment of seventy five thousand dollars. But he went through that in three months. Oh my God. So we literally were, th- were within two weeks of him losing his insurance because each infusion was 25K. <gasps> and he got an infusion once a month. So that didn't oh even count for MRIs God. and all of that stuff. All the rest of it. All of the rest of it. So I ended up getting a job and starting my job within two days of his insurance lapsing. Oh, Whoa. So literally, like, everybody think about, like, hindsight being 2020 in your life. Like, shit works out. Hey, Tarjean, quick question. Yeah. Do you ever get in trouble for rolling your eyes at somebody in public? Oh, boy, do I. I have the perfect solution for you. There's a solution for that? Yeah, it's called wearing sunglasses. Oh, I thought you were just going to say being nicer. Oh, God, no. I mean, be you. (laughs) But also, I mean, you have beautiful blue eyes. Oh, thank you. And you need it. You shield them from the sun. I do. Squinting will cause wrinkles. (gasps) And rolling your eyes with judgment because of the pure stupidity of people get you scoffed at in public. Sunglasses will cure all that. I'm excited. You know what I think I'm going to do? What? 
Buy some sunglasses. But not transitional, because no, those are absolutely dumb. disgusting. That looks gross. Disgusting. Ew. Disgusting. Never date somebody with transitionals. Never. Put that on the list. I also want to say this, because we brought this up once before. This is the scary thing about being single and the wonderful thing about being married. Mm. I mean, he needed your support system for you to get a job, yeah. to be that, to get that insurance, you know? Oh, 100%. And yeah. we talk about me being single, like when something happens to me, it's just me. It's just you. Yeah. yeah. I haven't even, I haven't thought about but that. But think it's about true, how yeah. you, you really were that little, like, um, the lifesaver, you know, like yeah. you throw off the boat. Like you just happened to be there, you know, yeah. at the right time for that. That's so wonderful. So wild. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. It's, it was crazy. So, I, yeah. It's but did you make a lot help. more money there? <laughs> I did. I was like, let's get back to the money. Part. Let's get back um, to the money. So I, did, I ended up, it was a, it was a lateral move like from a year and a half before I didn't lose anything that's great no and I met one of my the woman I worked for Jenna Lauer who I just love and adore she's like I'm her mini me I'm three three or four years older than me she just took a huge chance on me and it just and she I was I I put it all out there I was like hi so my husband has a brain tumor and he could be dying not sure I don't know a lot of responsibilities needs we're going to be expensive drain on your health insurance (laughs) that's okay (laughs) Uh, but I work really hard and I'm really smart and I can like let's do this together and she and we were wearing the same bracelet so it was clearly a sign oh. um, yeah <laughs> like fashion sense yeah but I went back into it and but you think about this too you like your open and honesty and your earnest like how are you yeah. like, and women empowering women yes it's like that's two exactly things, it. two huge lessons right here right be you know like it worked yes. out for you not to fib about it and you know not, yes. not to hide it really to put all your cards on the table and it and then for her to really take like appreciate that. it. Yes. Yeah, agree. And she she and I our whole mantra is about like just being badass, like dragon ladies. Yeah. We like call each other dragon ladies in the best possible way because we will like shoot fire out of our mouths to like protect those around us. So. I mean Khaleesi, it's my favorite person. So <laughs> well fun fact when yes. my mom gets mad at us, like when we're good, we're called mushy mouse. But when she's mad at us, she calls us dragon breath Emma. Oh <laughs> so, like not a positive not thing a, in my no, family. No. <laughs> It's a good thing in my world. It's that's a good also thing. so specific. Dragon yeah. Breath Emma? I'm sure it's German something. It's something. Oh my God, that's funny. But oh yeah. Okay, so now you get this job. It's a lateral move. So, so you're back. starting to make your money again. Yeah, starting to make the money again. Like got some momentum going, but still have the like, you know, health insurance mm-hmm. conundrum and all of the mm-hmm. things and all of the infusions and balancing that time. But then as he started to get like better, 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 and he's he still has a tumor. He'll always have the tumor. But then I could focus more on kind of ramping up my career again, mm-hmm. which was great. So it's like I got the experience of just really interesting I was working for farmers insurance at the time like the corporate side mm-hmm. typically usually work on like agent advertising agency sides this was the most I mean the people they are lovely the most conservative organization I've ever worked for like you want to talk about like rich white men at the top mm-hmm. and just women who like Jenna and I did not fit in we did not fit in because we were let's let's use air quotes aggressive you know, we, oh. we spoke our minds in you meetings. Mean you didn't say, so sorry, I have an idea. Yeah, or just sit there and take notes. Like yeah. we, we You crossed your legs at the knee instead of the ankle. Oh, <laughs> just, I didn't wear pantyhose, which was like, a, like oh my God. Oh. Yeah, but I mean, I got the experience of, of presenting to like literally 50 to 75 men at a time, sitting in a massive boardroom from all walks of life all over the world coming in. And then I got criticized on my outfit afterwards. Oh. Great. It's wonderful. Yeah. That's was, that's what you were looking for, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. Yes. That time, I was like, so the content didn't matter. The presentation didn't matter. It was like, oh, you didn't love my shoes. Thank you. And also, appreciate that. Also, my shoes were great. Yes. I mean, they're awesome. <laughs> it was just so wild. But but it was like, I was ramping up my career. And like, to your point, like I, I think outwardly, I always come off as a confident person. And yeah. that's certainly because of my mom. My parents are both entrepreneurs. Yeah. Like, they are badass working people. Like, my dad has a power tool store that my grandpa started. So super like 
just like blue collar, like all the things. And my mom works in like uniforms. You can also understand why Art loves Christy's dad. Obviously. They're like, oh, I've been to a store. I know a store. It's great. It's expensive, but it's like high quality. That's exactly yeah. Art. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. He's like, it's worth it. Yeah. I mean, the handle, the metal goes all it. the way through the handle. I, I mean, that's it. how you know it's sturdy. Orbital. Orbital. Saw, sander. I don't know what it's called. So, so talking about like being the breadwinner at this time, I could see how in the marriage, like he wouldn't mind that you're making all the money because it's really helping him. Yeah. With the health aspect, you know, like the you know, insurance. I, yeah. I think we were, this is where it's different. And I was thinking about this like before our, our last conversation, like he and I have always been open and transparent. Like we're just that way. So like, it was interesting when you're like, I'm not sure if I ever wanted to talk to, to Art about like the situation yeah. now. That kind of blew my mind because Brian and I, like we were always open, but we were forced to be open in yeah. every sense of the word when you're caring for someone with cancer physically, emotionally, intellectually, financially, all of it, like all cards are on the table. Yeah. There's nothing to hide. And there's no time. It's like humble pie, humble pie time. Oh, like, all the you time. Know. Like I'm literally picking your shit up off the floor. Like yeah. let's be clear about this. Yes. And it's like, and I'm signing the checks for the health insurance. No and resentment. No, no resentment at the time. Absolutely not. I think fear, just terror and fear yeah. and just oh, like course. beyond just in like paralysis. But like the only way to get through it is just keep moving and make decisions. But so we're not like we've never, ever been the couple who is weird about talking about finances with each other, who are weird about like who's doing more than the other person. Mm. But we it was shaky ground. So we had to stabilize. And then once we stabilized, he had had the film vault. So that was starting to kind of like ramp up again. He the Corolla podcast was ramping up mm. really big. And then my career was ramping up really big. So kind of we both took off on rockets, but on different like, you know, trajectories. Yeah, yeah that's interesting. That's really interesting. Yeah. Do you can I ask, do you guys share a bank account? So we have a joint account, like, and that's it. Like we have, so, so we have a joint account that we touch together for like, like uh, mortgage and how like do you gardener. Do, how do you decide how, what money to put in there? It's so funny because we talked about this before. That's exactly how Art and I do it. Yeah, but we other do way, not, we like, have single accounts other than that. It's so funny. My mom, who is crazy, but she, the <laughs> one thing she would like nail in my head and I was always like, what, was when I was small and I was little is especially because, you know, growing up in the 80s and 90s and, yeah. you know, women still didn't have as much power. And my mom would just be like, the one thing I wish I had done is kept my own bank account. Like, just keep yeah. your own bank account, keep your own money. And it sounded like such like old fashioned, like dumb advice, but so many successful long-term married couples yeah. I know do it that way. Oh my God, absolutely. And because yeah. as we were saying, like, yeah, we have a joint account for the shared bills or like groceries or like, you know, nobody's keeping tabs on this, that, and the or the other. Yes. But uh, I buy things on my credit card for me. That so does art. Are my, so does art. Yeah. Like, I don't really want to know sometimes like what you're spending your money on. And, and honestly, what, like, who cares as long as he's paying it off? Exactly. Like, who cares? But I want right. to yeah. know how you guys put money in the joint account. Like, how do you determine these are the non-negotiables. These are the things that if we don't pay for, like we don't have a house. Okay. So it's like mortgage. I have a separate account for property taxes. So ever like I take care of that every month. I just have it like designated like a certain amount just goes into this account every month. And then when it's time to pay everybody, it's like, oh, the money's there. Don't worry yeah. about it. But like gardener, the like electrical, gas, all of that, utilities, yeah. all in there. And it automatically deducts. Got it. Because yeah. I know when... When I was with X, like I made a lot more money at, yeah. certain, at certain times, definitely in certain times when you wasn't working. So it just made sense that I would pay like more of the mundane bills, you know, like right. the, the direct TV and like electric, you know, totally. things like, and I just started paying it. Like, yeah. I just figured I make more. So I guess I, you but you just together. took that upon yourself though to do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. See, that's, that's also, so different. He also didn't stop you or didn't offer. Right. 
Yeah. Like you just did it and he, it was like free, freeloading at some <laughs> and point. It, the worst part is I forgot how much half the rent was one yeah. day, like I, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I go, how much is half the rent again? Cause I was writing a check Yeah. and he told me the amount and I went through my, uh, register because you know it's the yeah, carbon copies yeah and i realized i was paying like 110 dollars more a month and he never said a word Mm-mm. for how long over a year <gasps> oh my god what an asshole it hurt my heart because i was yeah. already paying everything and he and then he had an excuse of you know i thought you were adding the housekeeper and that and i'm like i no, but that's I a whole separate thing like yeah. what a horrible this is where it's like brian and i don't have to deal with this at all and i feel like a little bit naive in it like mm-hmm. or just thankful i guess because it like literally was a shock to your system because you're accountable, you're, you're trustworthy, you're like, I'm taking care of my my end of the bargain. Yeah. And all of a sudden, not only was he not, he was taking advantage of I what know. you were doing that was and more. I didn't think, was and, lying. I, and it was lying. Yes. And I didn't, like, I didn't think about, oh, I'm paying all the bills. No, not all, but majority. I thought of it, we're, you know, we're engaged. Yeah. Like, oh, you were engaged. Yeah, like, oh, mm. even worse. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah. yeah, and then he wanted like he very like we should have a joint account. He wanted, yeah, yeah. He wanted oh, to help me with he my stock it. portfolio. Like he said, oh. you, you should let me play with your stocks. And I remember thinking like you're like how about you get your own stocks with your but, own money? Well, he he had it. He didn't yeah. want to play with mine. Oh, like, like how about we're not? It, this with is that. this yeah. is why when we talk about like single versus married point of views about things. Yeah, like as a single person, like this is all very scary. But I guess. If you guys have real loving relationships, and maybe there's well, healthy relationships I, well, that there are, are trustworthy. But the interesting thing is, like, to your point about the joint versus single account, like, my parents, I think, were ahead of their time because they have a joint account for mm-hmm. they, exactly what we have going on. Oh, interesting. And then they have their own single accounts. They never went all in, ever. And, and my parents, and, too. Your, did you? Did your parents? They had all the same accounts. Oh, no. My parents had the same thing as yours. But, like, like we know yeah. a few, like, friends, like, together that just, they have single or joint accounts for everything, and the guy takes care of all of it. Everything. Yeah. Like, the girl doesn't even know, like, what's being paid for or not. I'm like, Jesus Christ, it's 2020. Like, how do you not know how yeah. your money's being spent? But I just think it's not even a, it's not even about, there's no ego, there's no anything. It's like, you should know in your life where you are at yes. on every level. What if something happens to your husband? What if something happens to your husband? Yes. My grandpa died, and like, years ago, and my grandma, I mean, again, they were, they were married for almost 70 years. That's a, wow. Met in, when they were nine, but she did not know. <laughs> married when they were 10? Literally. <laughs> Literally, I can hear, I can yeah. hear, I can hear that yeah. coming. I love it. Well, well, actually, they got married first, then they met. Um, it was arranged marriage. Hashtag arranged marriage. Exactly Fun right. Facts. But she Fun didn't fact. know where the key to her house was. What? She didn't know how to. No, because he drove. She didn't drive. He had oh, the keys. But it's a different era. Too. No, it, it was yeah, too. But, yeah. but it's like to like this this time like. I bring, and then the ratio is probably like, I don't know, like one to four, something like that. But it's just. You mean monetary. That's how, like your. Yeah, yeah, monetary. Yeah, yeah, like Brian's mine. And it's like, he takes care of what he needs to take care of. I take care of what I need to take care of. We have no debt at all. Yeah. We have amazing savings, amazing investments. We worked really diligently at that. And there's no resentment at all for me that he makes less because he has flexibility in his schedule to do the shit that I cannot do. Cleaning? Uh, no, he pays. We, he he pays for someone to clean. <laughs> That's also a good like choice. The art. Yes. Yeah. At least art cooked. Art cooks. And like, cooks. yes, yeah, I know. Cook. Art yeah, is yeah. a very big. You oh cook God. too. Yeah, I cook. Well, and I don't. Do you still have, have your time. Instagram and your blogger? Do you no. still do Pardon My Crumbs? No, she I don't have any great. time. She did desserts that were so beautiful, delicious. Yes, that was how I spent my my. Uh, well, that's it. Became like food writer during mm-hmm. the time he was sick. That was mm-hmm. kind of like starting to get me back out there. It was really fun. But yeah, about being a breadwinner, being married. I feel like what you get a lot from you is because of the open communication. That's what oh really my helps. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yes. Like, that helps with the the intimidation factor. Yeah. Because I think it can be very intimidating for men to have the woman be so successful, you know? Yeah, this is what Brian and I were talking about last night at dinner. Like, 
just it's so interesting because he's like if you and you know he's just so fucking smart too because I didn't think of it this way smartness he's like would like would a guy be intimidated or insecure if his wife was smarter if his wife was funnier if his wife was better looking it's like those are points of pride like I have a hot wife I have a smart wife I have a funny wife but the moment it's like oh my wife makes more money that's where it's all ego dude that's the that is it's it stupid Brian with the stupid smart I know know, but I was like you're 100% right because finances are tied to self-worth and tied to ego and tied to like gender roles and societal norms and it's like we're still not there yet we're not he's like I and it also has to do with like we never say this out loud but I said it to him last night I was like I just feel like you're really proud of me he goes oh my god he's like I rave about you yeah Mm -hmm. he's like I'm so proud of you and every (laughs) day I was like oh my god stop I was like can I stop working now (laughs) (laughs) does this mean we're done but yeah he he is he's like he sees where I get to go and what I get to do and the types of things that like I do in front of like presidents and CEOs and executives and he gets me cards that it's like to my future CEO. Yeah. Like he literally, when I yeah. got like let go, he literally like sent a car for me to, and he took me to the Peninsula Hotel and he had like, did he pay for the hotel room? Yeah, no, he was, he was on the roll rooftop at a restaurant and <laughs> two glasses of champagne and oh. roses and literally with a card that says like to the, my future CEO. Oh, I don't know what that feels like. Oh, that hurt feels, my heart so bad. It makes me right so like, mad that Brian's capable of that. I know. <laughs> And I st- I didn't even sit down. I stopped like on the rooftop and I just took a picture of him sitting there just and he was facing the door. So when I got there, I just started bawling because it was one of the worst job experiences of my life. But he believes in me. Singlehood sucks. <laughs> uh, it's, it's better than dating an asshole who pays one ten oh, less a month. <laughs> thank you. I want to put like a loud clap track under that. A hundred percent. hundred percent. God, I think the through line that what we've been talking about is it's just about having a partner that you have nothing you don't keep things from them it doesn't matter you know the role or what you do or what he does as long as you both know what you do yeah and also and it's, it's not trust. tit for tat it's not i feel like everything's not a competition it's not a competition it's not tit for tat well i bought this you know it's your turn to get quarters for laundry you know because i'm poor and i don't yeah. have a laundry machine um but I'm like <laughs> <laughs> you and your six figure yeah, yeah, acting right. model salary so definitely poor. so poor but like but it's like no you but i you hear have, you yeah yes. but you don't have to like i feel like if it's you're in a loving relationship yeah like it should just kind of like, it, it does. I mean, but like, listen, there's, it, I was saying to Brian too, like if he had a job like mine, it would be horrible because we would not have any time yeah. to be with our daughter. Yeah. We wouldn't have, we'd have a shit ton more money. Cool. Great. But like, we can't get that time back with Tessa. We can't like, he gets to go to, yeah, I like to say gets to, he would say <laughs> have to, but he goes to Trader Joe's and he takes care of it. And like, yeah. he loves grocery shopping. It's like his happy place. Like yeah. his OCD is like so fulfilled. But imagine like <laughs> two like, doctors being married yeah, and exactly having a kid. Right. It's no, like, it's, it's how like, do you keep a marriage with two doctors? We would literally have to hire, this is so bougie and awful, but like a personal assistant to get things done because mm-hmm. like I work a ton. I used to travel every other week for mm-hmm. years and years, like all over the world. Mm-hmm. And he celebrated that you know and then we had a baby that was pregnant doing it my first day back was in new york then london then berlin it was just wild mm. but i'm like you can't do that now but his flexibility allows us to do all those compliments compliments yes. and we get fucking perks like let's be clear like <laughs> yeah yeah like his job like what i was saying to you guys before like, we went to the joe coy last night and joe oh. and his whole team like hooked us up with vip everything and just we get to do that stuff a lot because of, because his, of job. his job yeah, yeah exactly what well, was the, what's that phrase that doesn't work is not applicable for this but behind every successful man what I was like there's a woman 
How is that? A strong, a st- badass woman. Yeah, it's something no, but, like that. But it's like not that good. It's like behind yeah. every successful man, there's a is a success, yeah, a successful, successful strong woman. Yeah, yeah. But, but now it's like <laughs> behind every strong woman is. Well, the interesting thing I heard at work the other day, if we want to be all like nerdy for a second, it's like mm. in the when we look at like um la- what is it like Bureau of Labor Statistics, something uh-huh. like that. Fifty one percent of people in the workforce are female for the very first time ever. So women are outnumbering men in the workforce. So it's like that's a great sign for like equality and equity mm-hmm. and all the things. But mm-hmm. it's like men are going to have to figure it out. Yeah. And the other thing is like, I would encourage you to just like own your shit because you're so great. I was about so to ask, great. I'm like, how do you, what, what do single people do? Like well, single it, girls who make more money than guys. This is where like, yeah. I honestly like would prefer to forget gender altogether. Like everyone who's single or married, you're an individual who has to like survive and thrive. Why would you like hold yourself back in the hopes of meeting someone who's going to fill in those blanks? Exactly. Like do the best you can and like, my God, make those six figures or the seven, whatever it is. And then you meet somebody who hopefully compliments that and is like, you're fucking awesome. Like, let's do this together. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's an age thing too. It It, might be. It's like insecurity and getting older. Totally. Like when I think I brought up like a guy wants to be able to take care of a girl in some way. Yeah. And I don't need that. And then especially with the money aspect, you know, like it's, and my schedule's easy you know my, my job is hard I yeah. think you know like I go through a lot of emotional well that's things. like Brian's job is it's hard cool. too but yeah. he works three hours a day yeah like yes. work, work sorry two hours a day yeah. <laughs> well you and Brian yeah. should hang out more too totally like see you on the west side yeah. I don't know to me it seems like in the single world and obviously this comes from uh, an old lady who's been married for 10 years I know same. Like, right yeah. but to me if I was dating right now I would you know you come I have a full job a full life career car, house, whatever, I would want to meet somebody who's in the same spot. And yes. like, there would be, to me, I would feel so much better because it's like all that crap is out of the way. All those like like survival needs mm-hmm. are out. And like I just get to meet a person because this is a person. I'm like, is this a person I want to be with? Not like, is this a person who's going to support me? Or is this yes. a person who's going to get me a better car? It's like, no, this is a person like I can continue on with my life whether or not this happens. But like how much better is my life going to be because you're in it? Yeah. It's not conditional. I would also say the other part about it's like when you say that they're in the same place as you, they've gone through the same right. thing. So like buying a house is awful and hard. Yeah. It's like turning yeah. over like your blood type, your firstborn, someone who's like only rented, they don't have a clue. Like buying a car, leasing a car, like like traveling all over the place, having a kid. It's yeah. like I could never imagine, God forbid anything ever happened to Brian, like dating someone who didn't have kids. Interesting. You know, like, yeah. Well, now, because now that understand. you've been through it. Yeah, exactly right. Who and didn't like appreciate the that. Yes. And like going through all of these graduation phases, you want that. It's interesting because, you know, I don't have kids. I don't want kids. Yeah. Um, I love kids. But at the age I'm at now, my dating pool, everyone's divorced with a kid. Yeah, totally. Which perfect for me it's like already like but they already know these things they yes. already know how to buy a house they already know the kid like they already know like well, they probably don't want to date someone who wants to have another kid because they're like p.s i don't want all the baby shit in my house yeah, anymore. Yeah. i'm done yeah. like but, i'm through that phase but when you say like they know how, like i don't know how to buy this house yet i can know how to buy a car but yeah, like yeah. i don't know how to buy a house yet but like they do yes exactly <laughs> like, that's actually really appealing to me right so like a lot of a I grown get, up when i get a lot of like uh trash from my family or somebody like saying that i'm not married yet you know but i think like there's I've already been to weddings that they've already been divorced. Yeah, and I'm exactly getting I'm getting right. all the crap of the daddies now that are divorced. That's 100% right. Yeah. The wedding that Brian and I officially like re-met at or met at, they, they got, I mean, oh. we could all just see it up there too. We're like, this is not going to end well. Uh-huh. But it, they, it didn't end well. Yeah. But now she is, she's amazing and she's dating someone who's got two kids. Yeah. And like incredible. And she doesn't want kids, never wanted kids, but mm-hmm. she's an amazing stepmom. Oh, see. And she's yeah. like, yeah. Oh, I'd be rad. 
Oh, oh you'd God. Be, oh, yeah. You guys God. are actually really similar. Like, I, your personalities are similar. Yeah. yeah. So just she's, like, the fun stepmom, but she's also, like, opened up other nurturing parts of her personality. She's like, I didn't even know I had this in me. And I was like, I love that you say that. It's so sweet. <laughs> you know? There's hope for you, TL. No. <laughs> Don't ever settle. That's Don't the thing. Don't settle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep Ooh, your a- investments. Like, whether you have a penis or a vagina, it doesn't matter. You, you need to survive and you need to thrive and you need to, like, do what you love to do and make a ton of money doing it. You know. Don't turn over your stock portfolio uh, to This anybody. is the best. Oh, oh, my stocks is because, uh, you know, like he. one good thing is that he did encourage me to, like, mm-hmm. start investing. That's so good. Yeah. I started picking stocks off of, like, oh, I went on, like, I got called for an audition for GE. I'm like, oh, maybe GE's doing well. I'm like, I should probably watch GE. And, like, so I was buying things. Yes. Like, when I went to go get my car, I didn't buy it from CarMax. But I was like, CarMax, like, right now is a recession. A lot of people are need to liquidate their money. I go, they're probably selling so their car smart. to CarMax. So I just kind of did this. He was infuriated because, like, I think I got, like, GE was, I got in, like, at $6.70 mm-hmm. and then skyrocketed up to, like, $22. And, and, and then, you know. But how smart are you? You followed your intuition on that. I would have never thought about that. Ever. He downplayed me because he's like, those were dumb, those were just lucky choices. Those were dumb choices. He would say that all the time. And I was like, in my head, I'm like, this totally Because he's so insecure yeah. and because I did by so the way. Well. Because you did so well. Yeah, but this is not even And this me, is when me, you were engaged? Uh, this is before engaged. Oh my god! I would have been like, lock it down. She's got. Yeah. <laughs> she's a psychic. But it's because yeah. this is another thing about you know being a breadwinner. Yeah. Not, this isn't even about yearly income. This is just I was more successful in my stocks than he was. Yeah, but does it, which doesn't matter to anything for anybody no. other than like the fact that you guys are winning. Like it should be a, a, a co- like a group win. You're a t- that is literally what Brian said. He was like, you are on the same team. Yeah, yes. like we are on the same. So singles team. out there. This is what we have to do. <laughs> <laughs> we need a team. You do. <laughs> we it's always team we. We always say that I needed an army. I needed an army to get out of this relationship. Like, this is how you built an army. You need to be an extracted. Or yeah. what is it? Ex- extricated. Extricated. That's Ooh, it. Ooh, I extracted. like that. Christy didn't know a word. I did. I got, couldn't say I'm like extricated. You guys are sitting too close to yeah. <laughs> Brian's a smart one. <laughs> He's the really smart But it's one. true, but like now single, like you need a teammate. You and do. And that's what it is. Like, I know it's not, it's not always the end goal to get married. I no. do want a teammate. Yeah. And the proper teammate will celebrate my successes instead of being yeah. intimidated by my successes. Well, you, you know what's interesting is like when we got married, my parents had a very interesting perspective on our relationship because they saw my, like my mom and I ended up talking about it like early, early on because he made no money. Like yeah. when I started dating someone at 27, he was making like $34,000 a year. They were like, mm. You're like, it's love. Yeah, totally. Like, mm-hmm. sure, okay, great. And then he's diagnosed with cancer. Like, are you really sure about this? No, I'm <laughs> just totally 100% joking. Um, or like, I'm but, already in. Yeah, what am I doing? I'm already in. No, but my parents, like, it's interesting. Both my parents, and they have pretty traditional, like, gender roles, but they're like, my, my mom was a breadwinner for a long time because the store wasn't doing well, my dad's mm. store. And then the store would skyrocket and do amazing, and her job wouldn't be doing well. So they've ebbed and flowed through their 40 years of marriage, Just, and they were together seven years before he proposed. Like, well done, Dad. Um, <laughs> that's the same amount for me and Art. Yeah, but yeah. it's like it's, it's just like literally for better or for worse when you say in marriage vows – life is not static like right. not you're not always going to be highs you're not always going to be lows and it's like if you can have that team I, who's going to fill in the blanks when you have that ever or the flow mm-hmm. that's all you need just ride the waves together yes exactly yeah. right yeah mm-hmm. and don't throw someone off the surfboard when you, you hit a, a horrible like lull peace yeah just, <laughs> yeah, you just sure. get out of here i'm gonna say your favorite word hold on to that buoy how do you say uh, I think we should just clarify one small detail. Uh, Brian is still alive. It would be weird if he wasn't, and I'm talking about <laughs> him paying for bills. 
yes. And doing well. The IRS should not come after us. Yeah, he's doing well. He's still in he's still in treatment. I think he'll always be in treatment. We still do MRIs every two to three months, just checking everything out and yeah. still yeah. getting those good parking spots at Trader Joe's. Yeah. <laughs> what I hold on. No. No. What I will say is so he has a handicap pass and it's amazing. Uh, he never has to go to jury duty ever again in his life. So thank God. But ooh. just to be super clear, we like I think people are gonna go to hell who use the handicap pass to park in handicap spots if they don't need it. Yeah. What we do do, do you see that very often? When he was desperately oh sick, I remember we went to the Grove. Oh God. It just was just a nightmare of epic proportions anyway. It's a mall in Los Angeles. And yeah. we went to the um what is it? The, Farmers like, market. Yeah, yeah. That parking lot, not the inside parking mm-hmm. lot. And literally right in front of like World Plus Cost Market, this just like giant Range Rover mm-hmm. just flipped a bitch and flew right in front of us. Like he couldn't walk. Like from me to you, we're like four feet apart. It would have taken him 20 minutes to get that far. And I'm not exaggerating. That's annoying. And he had a walker and we literally couldn't park anywhere. Like I got into a fight with this person like because she just jumped out of her car and just walked, walked, walked away. And so what we will do, however, and have no problem doing this is if you have a handicap pass, you can park in meters for free. Yeah. Yeah. And take back every goddamn quarter the city ever gave to you. (laughs) It took away from you. Oh, yeah. 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 I planted so many flowers in downtown LA with all my parking tickets. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) You see oh. a tree downtown, yeah. it's by, by me. Yes, your carbon <laughs> offsets, it's high. Yeah. It's great. That's awesome. No, but he's he's doing well. We're, we're constantly on the lookout just to make sure he stays doing well. Okay. I mean, I think he's well enough to be sitting downstairs with Art right now, watching <laughs> yeah. basketball. Well, that's mm. arguable, they're, whether they're both well or not. <laughs> True story. <laughs> but you know what? This is the time in our show for our favorite segment. Truth or trash, truth or trash, truth or trash. Cancer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Chemotherapy there for the win. <laughs> Bringing it back to the happy, positive place. Oh, this is a time that you get to tell us a story. It's either going to be true or it's going to be trash. Uh, we're not going to interrupt you. Okay. You get to tell the whole story. I know that's hard to believe. It's really hard. <laughs> this actually, yeah. You are my people. I'm the same way. <laughs> be very quiet. I always have to say, I'm then, so sorry, but I just have a question. <laughs> and then when you're done, we're going to ask you uh, 60 seconds worth of questions each. Okay. And we'll discuss amongst ourselves and we'll decide if we think your story is true or trash. So I used to travel a lot for work. Like like when I say all the time, I, I'm not joking. It was all the time. And I had the luxury and benefit of going to wonderful places. I went to London all the time. I went to the Midlands, which is up north, like by Birmingham and England, um, all over the world. There was a time that I went to Birmingham working on automotive. You typically do not have a lot of females around you, as I mentioned before, and sexual harassment can happen. On one particular trip, I remember going out for drinks with a team and really loved all of these gentlemen. Like they're an international mix. But towards the end of the evening, because international men really love to drink and party a lot, like a lot, a lot, a lot. They party as hard as they work. Um, And there was a huge presentation the next morning. And the guy who was present, who was meant to present, it was about two o'clock in the morning. We're paying the bill. He takes out his credit card. But in addition to his credit card, he takes out his room key. And we're all staying in the same hotel. And he, well, and this is in front of all the guys, and I'm the only woman. He slides his credit card to take care of the bill. And then he slides his room key to me. In front of every other person. And he was like, I'm just going to leave this here. See you in a bit. And the meal ends. Like, everything ends. And we pay the bill. And I push it back across the table to him. And I was like, see you tomorrow morning. And we got up and went to bed. Ugh. Um. <laughs> I love, I love, let me, 
Let the wave of anger yeah, just <laughs> crash all over me for Let a minute. The uh-huh. rage of inappropriate behavior. Ugh, he was he begin. was British. I will I will add that part. Ugh, you want to go first? Balls. Wait, wait. Are you ready? Okay, go. What was his reaction when you pushed it back? Laughter. Laughter. Like just a joke. Just joking. Oh, he was. Oh, so he like, tried ha-ha. to play it. Okay. Oh, ha ha. Just joking. Was he your superior? Or was he some sort? Or was he just like a, on the same level? Technically a superior. Really? Mm-hmm. And By was like, somebody like one level or two levels above me. In your office? Are you somebody that's your. Not in my office, but in my organization. My level of rage continues to grow. It's hard because like. You're halfway British, through. Are, are British guys that a ballsy? I don't know. The, the Brits have a very loose definition of monogamy. Oh, that's true. A very, very, very loose definition. Okay. Cheating is rampant. And I didn't understand that being like a Pollyanna. And was he hot? <laughs> um, he, he was good looking. But really? he was also, he was notorious for being nefarious. Was he married? Yes. Ugh. And had two kids. I don't want to ask any more questions. Okay. Bad. Well, you you only had four seconds left. Okay, good. Are you ready? This is like Wednesday night for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It really is. This, this is. She works in fashion. People like, oh. touch her body all the time. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, God. Boundaries. Yeah. A new word to me. I'm sure people pinch and... <laughs> Did when you say he laughed, was it just like the nervous laughter to try to like play it off since he did it in front of everyone? Do you think that was what it was? I think it was a laughter to mask rejection. Okay, because be- if because my question is like that's not if you're if you I know how people cheat. I'm really good at this, um, but like that's not you wouldn't do it that publicly if it, you really wanted if you really wanted you to come up to the room. This is why I think this is a little trash story. Because like to to do it that publicly, he's not going to get the result he wants. There's no way you're going to be like, swoop, yep, I get to be in the presidential suite. Like that, you know, like, because that's not realistic. When someone really wants to cheat, mm-hmm. then they're going to do it in a way that's going to be a little more sly. Or my other question is that he wanted to publicly shame you in front of the guys. Mm. Because that could be like just to kind of knock you down. We want to talk about... Um, what's the word I don't know? Masculinity, demasculinize, okay. something. Five misogyny? Seconds. What? What? Five seconds. Yeah, misogyny? Misogyny. Yeah, that's what he wants to do. Like, just cut you down. Time. Mm. Ooh, this is tough because I really want to believe this story because uh, Christy's also hot. We didn't mention that. Oh, yeah. Super meow, hot. meow, meow, meow. Meow, meow. Uh, <laughs> meow. But also, I think all three of us have 100% been in, if not the exact situation. Yeah. I wonder, though, see, now I think about the intention behind it. Yeah. I, it, don't I think, think if he wants to shame her, make her look like... I think that's what it is, too. But I also think for him, it's actually planting the seed of, like, he did it to, like, make it a joke, but, like, also say, like, if you do want to come up later, like, I don't know. I love that. Like, we're just assuming it's true and what his intentions are. Yeah. Or the story could just be trash. Because... <laughs> and which she's getting us really angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you said you wanted a juicy one. Yeah. Here you go. Also, I'm getting angry. <laughs> we got to remember this is way before Me Too movement. This is like, you know, and you, I don't know. Can you can you do sexual harassment when you're overseas? Like, does HR the there? Can you do it? Yes. But I mean, like, can you call HR? You're like, that's just a Tuesday night. You're We're fine. not in the United States. You know, like, you know, like how you can gamble in the water? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. In the Bahamas. Yes. Yeah, Brian, that's Brian's number one criteria for a hotel. Can I gamble in the water? Can I drink and gamble and, and pee in the same body of water? <laughs> if, if yes, then I'm in. Oh. Okay, what are you going to go with? I think it's true. What do you think? I'm going to go trash because 
when we were talking earlier how you said like when the doctor didn't call for a week mm. and then Brian was like hmm, you know I mm-hmm. only have like five months and three weeks left yeah and you're like oh yeah I'm the one that would go crazy yeah. I think you would be a little more vocal about how inappropriate that is I don't know but like everybody's eyes are on okay, it's okay okay fine trash. fine do you, you say tr- true I say true I say trash what's the answer it's true I'm so sorry for you. Also, fuck that guy so hard. British. So like, <laughs> can I give additional context Please. on it? Okay. So he was a superior to me. He oh. was he was head of our London office at the time. He had a, a reputation. A, but a, I thought you were about to say erection. Erection. Well, <laughs> kind of probably walked around with that a lot. Un- unknown. But unknown. it was CBD. I was warned about him mm. when I first went over to London because I went over to London a lot, a lot, right. and then would would end up traveling with the same group of gentlemen who were like ninety nine percent of just wonderful human beings. And he he's a funny, charismatic, good looking guy. And the other thing is like talking about having an amazing partner. Like when I came home and told Brian the story, he did not fly into a fit of rage. He just trusted me to handle it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do you, think he, was, do you think he was doing it really to get you into the room or do you think he, he was doing it? One, no, 100%. But he was, yes. I think Jesus. he was, he, he had no shame whatsoever. The other thing is like in terms of, this is where it's hard. Like I'm confident, I'm outspoken, all of the things I will tell a woman like, fucking scream if you're in a threatening situation whatever when you're in the situation in front of my our ceo was there like our cfo was there everybody and they knew this about this guy and they kind of thought it was funny too because he was able to play it off as a joke but they knew fucking well that it was horribly inappropriate so it was it was a test for me i think i think how fast you could sweep it underneath the rug yeah yeah. well honestly like can and this is awful but this is a very british thing like can you play with the big boys like can you be can you do this like it's so it was it was horribly inappropriate the funny thing was he showed up to our presentation still drunk the next morning which happens with a lot of yeah sure like okay but i just was like this is so and i I actually didn't even know if he remembered doing it he was so Mm, blacked out when he, I mean, because they drink and drink and drink and they don't eat. Yeah. You're not allowed to eat yeah. when you drink with yeah. British people or else you're perceived as weak. I yes. could do that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> could absolutely handle I, that. Yeah, but it's 100% like, she not eat. That. yeah, but it's crazy because a guy I've known for a million years here, we've worked together at Team One, like he was there with me as well. He actually brought me to this job and he was like, he he like pulled me aside afterwards. We're still such good friends. He was just like, I am so sorry. That is so fucked. He is such an asshole. He's like, you did exactly what you, like I, he's like, I honestly can't imagine what I would do. He's like, but you handled it really well. And he's really, the worst. Is, there, is there any? I mean, there's the, so many different ways you can handle it. And in the moment, you do the best you can. Yeah, I just pushed yeah. it back and made another remark. I mean, he was charging. It's just like a tea kettle. He right also now. was like, oh, he tried to like. Because I was, like, working out a ton at the time. Like, I'm still yeah. trying to do this again. It was, like, pre-baby. And, like, he literally challenged me to, like, a push-up contest mm-hmm. at another night in a bar in New York. And I was, like, oh, I'm nothing if not competitive. I was, like, fuck, yeah, we're going to do this. So I was got like, to, you absolutely accepted that challenge. There was another star I was going to do. And I beat him. I did 60 push-ups straight. And he could only get to 35. And I was, like, you're a soft motherfucker. Don't don't try yeah. me again. I love that. See, I would yeah. almost be – I would be worried to do that because that's going to hurt his – you talk about ego. This whole Let's episode – Let's hurt the egos. Yeah. Get the fuck Let's over it, ego. Like, how about you do your job and don't, like, start to swing your dick around? I'm not here to, like, have sex with you. I'm here to, like, do good work. This is why I fuck think – Fuck off. Yeah. Sorry. Got this, I love no, it. No, not at all. This we is, like anger. Like, I'm is, also married. Like, yeah. And yeah. my husband has cancer. So, like, fuck you. Right. Yeah. 
Exactly. And he knew like, all of these elements. Oh, he knew all of these things. But yes. here's the thing. It didn't matter if you had none of those elements. Yeah. The point is, what you said over and over, which is like the heart of, again, feels like, yeah, we're bashing men and all that. No. The heart mm-hmm. of the argument is that you said every person at that organization knew he was a problem. And yet, he is never the one that mm-hmm. is addressed. Oh, yeah. Oh, he finally was. But it took, honestly, this was my second year there. I was there for almost seven years. I think on my fifth year was when he was let go. It's but just, because it's because, so because he tried it with HR. <laughs> My God. With a new HR personnel. I was like, this is this is how ballsy you have to be. But you think you're untouchable. He's at some other company doing the same thing. Oh, he's 100% another company. Well, maybe not. And he's, ne- still, he's still with his wife. But like, the wife thing, okay. But maybe now, there, times have changed. I think I feel like, the, I mean, I know even in my career. He's a philanderer and but do you think they, be a philanderer. Exactly. You don't think with the whole, like, how the, the awareness of the Me Too movement and people. It's the, it's the UK. It's different over there. Oh. It's mm. very different over there. There's, it's a, I would never. To our one, I, per, one or one listener. Don't we have one listener from the UK? Three. I think we have three. All you need, Sorry, is, all you need <laughs> is a referral. I, listen, I'm, I'm British. Like, my heritage yes. is, is, is British. Like, I love London, I love the UK oh more God. than anything. Yes. Like I feel at home when I go there. Culturally, it is so different. Yeah. It is so, and I could never. I've had opportunities to move there. Wouldn't do so because of Brian's job. But like, I, I, I couldn't do it. But they yeah. couldn't handle my personality. I love it. <laughs> Anyways, ladies out there, hang in there. <laughs> God damn it! it Don't gets put better. up with that bullshit. But it does. Get, it's getting better. It's getting yeah, better. I think is what we'll say. And be proud of ourselves. Yeah. Like yes. however you handled it, you handled it the appropriate way that you knew how to handle it. You yeah. handle and it. the same thing with our finances and how. You know, you handle it your way. You be yes. proud of yourself. I have to be proud of myself. Tarjean, 100% should be proud of herself. Oh, my I mean, God, yeah. You have multiple homes. Like, you're amazing. You're amazing. Ballers. Look, you, you know, especially when you had to go back to work and made that lateral move and got to have, the, you know, just a two-day lapse of the insurance. I mean, these are amazing baller moves that we all made as well. You women. know what these are? Breadwinner moves. Breadwinner moves. <gasps> Hashtag breadwinner, breadwinner moves. moves. I love it. Mm-hmm. Christy, do you have anything that you'd like to talk uh, plug that our listeners could find it's you like at We had or a lot to talk about. Um, I know. I'm going to plug my husband's stuff first. Oh, look um, at you, breadwinner. That's I'm, another breadwinner move. So <laughs> yeah, she's like, let's, let's promote him getting some money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody needs some sponsors. Um, he is on the Adam Carolla Show. You can find Bald Brian on the Adam Carolla Show, but you can find him on his side hustle, which they started from scratch called The Film Vault. So mm-hmm. if you love movies and people who yell at each other, that's an excellent one. Oh, you like, well, they, they like this show. They like, like, they like us it's yelling. Little, and then, yeah. It's just like dudes and movies, but this, yeah. like pretty much. Um, he also wrote a book called Shrinkage, which is a New York Times bestseller. So the reason I'm plugging that is if you have cancer, know someone who has cancer, need inspiration, need like a, a feel-good story, or just like tumor tips, like like, what do you do in this horrible time? It's an extraordinary read, and it's been gifted to everybody. Wow. So we'll that's the pay that. it forward thing. Yeah. Um, and then my, for me, I have a podcast. I'm in, I'm, I'm in between podcast seasons <laughs> right now. I'm prepping for season two. It's called Commercial Grade, mm-hmm. and it takes people behind the scenes of advertising and marketing. It shows them how campaigns get made. It's, it's so fascinating. It's a fascinating podcast if you haven't listened. I enjoy it. Thank you. I mean, it's like, know. it's real. It's insider baseball for marketing, but I, I try to make it really approachable for it everybody. It is really, even for people like me. People have no, that's the whole point. It was yeah. trying to educate people not in the industry because like, because it started out around like, oh my God, you see something on TV, you see a commercial and you're like, what the fuck were they thinking? What is that? 
And I started going on the Adam like, Carolla show. And, yeah, and explaining it. And then people are like, oh my God, that's so wild. What about Peloton? And I'm like, well, let's talk about Peloton. Yeah. Yeah. So it's commercial great. grade. Commercial grade. Such a good podcast. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I recommend. I, I liked and subscribed. <gasps> Thanks. I'm going to like and subscribe this. I love it. Like, oh my God. Thank you so much. Hey, you're well. Oh my God. I'm listener number like 500. Amazing. I know something. Good times. <laughs> Woo. Thank you so much. I mean, thank you guys. It's empowering and wonderful to have three strong women at this table. That's right. I love it. Thank you. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Ching, <laughs> breadwinner baller moves. Breadwinner baller moves. And if you want to hear more of a single point of view and a married point of view of so many different topics, you can follow us on social media on Instagram and Facebook at Single versus Married Podcast. And That's we are. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Single versus Married Podcast. That's VS. Yes. VS. You're mm-hmm. VS. Okay. Oh, that's Victoria's <laughs> Secret. Thank you. Yeah, she's going out of business. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Single V Married. Um, and if you love our music, well, who doesn't love the music? Who doesn't love oh, it? You can thank Jonathan. Jonathan Buchanan. He's such a man. And he is at Jonathan Cassettes. No, Campfire Cassettes. Uh, close enough. <laughs> <laughs> and always, if you like our website and all of our graphics, we have the digital executrix to thank who helps whip our digital life into shape. I really want to make you spell it. No. <laughs> you can find her at Ms. underscore executrix. You know I can't say that. Oh, it's Jesus. So good. It's so good. <laughs> Christy, thank you for being here. You're, thank you, guys. I loved it. We oh, love you. I love you. Let's go spend a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs>